Hi guys, welcome back to Infertility Out Loud. This is Casey, your main host for this podcast. Thank you guys for staying with me. I know we've had a little bit of hiatus this last little bit, unfortunately, you know, in our our lives. We have things that come up, important things, working on your, your fitness goals, working on your goals for your career. However, this is something too that is um, super close and important to my heart is, you know, spreading about infertility. You know, we also talk about infertility, how mental health matters, and sometimes you have to take that break. Katie, our other co-host, excuse me, needed that break, and I didn't think I did, and I didn't understand when she said that, but you know, I too have been struggling. I can be real with you guys. So here I am, little life update, let's see. So the last time I think I talked to you guys, I was going to Miami for a fitness festival. It's called Wadapalooza. For those in the CrossFit world, you guys know what Wadapalooza is, and if you don't, it's a fitness festival. Some of the top athletes in the world and in our country come and compete Um, there's multiple people from different countries around there those are what you would call your elite athletes and then there's regular old people who are just like you and me who have qualified and we got to go and cheer our coach on shout out to Kelly Barkle for move CrossFit took third place in his division so we couldn't have been more proud of him and then the people that we went with our very close friends Carl and Kariana ended up having her baby extremely early at 25 weeks and you know that's where we've been focused on we've been focusing on our health and our fitness and really being there for our friends and and family Um, so if everybody can always just please say a prayer for Jackson Blaze we can't well we can't wait to see you grow up and see how strong you are we can already tell how strong you're gonna be so guys please say a prayer for Jackson and Carl and Kariana Um, I know how hard this is on them you know I can only imagine you know in the infertility world we talk about you know that next step once you go through infertility how it's going to affect you and you know just because you get through infertility and you may be infertility your next fear is what Carl and Carolina could be living through is am I going to have a pregnancy is is something going to happen um, whether or not it's not your fault and Carolina did nothing wrong but I can only imagine that immense pain that she's feeling so moving right along um You know, I had, I I did some writing the other day. My husband is also starting his own podcast, which I would love for you guys to listen to. Um, He's much more factual and a much better writer than me where I'm more of what pops in my head and I just kind of say it. So for him, his podcast will be Fertility Forge. Let me try that again. It'll be Fertility Forge, um, where you're going to learn about a lot of the male side of infertility, and he's going to have a lot of information for you, as well as like, you know, how how to deal with it in a different way. He's done a lot of research. He's continuing to do a lot of research, and you know, I listened to his first episode, and it was great. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I'm sure that he'll moonlight on my podcast. I'll moonlight on his podcast, and you know, we'll go through there. So a few things, life update with that as well. When we got back from the uh, fitness festival for Wadapalooza in Miami. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law, we all went over to my mother-in-law's house and they announced to us that they were pregnant. Um, surprisingly, I took it the best. I think my husband struggled with it worse than I did. However, I have already been through that on my side of the family where my sister had the first grandchild five years ago already. So I understand where his feelings are coming from that, being that Travis and I are seven years older than them and we were only two and a half years 
years older than my sister. You know, unfortunately, infertility stole that um, chance for us to have the first grandchild on the other side. Um, And that's painful. Like I, you know, I can't be happier to have another niece or nephew. And I'm not upset with them at all for wanting to start their lives. They just got married. And hey, let me tell you, on my wedding night, if it would have happened, I would have already been pregnant and had a kid too. But, you know, unfortunately, infertility has stolen that from us. And that's just something that we have to deal with as a couple together. So, you know, and unfortunately, like they had a hard time having to tell us, which also breaks my heart and infertility stole that joy from them as well of being able to tell us and be excited. And instead they were in somewhat fear, which, you know, really breaks my heart a little bit. So, you know, I got to do some random thoughts and writing and and I'm not saying that my podcasts are going to be scripted like my husband's. Mine are going to be somewhat written thoughts of probably how I feel and then, you know, kind of go over some different things. I think I will be flying solo for a while. So, you know, just bear with me, guys. So this was random thoughts on a Monday. So apparently I wrote this on a Monday. Today is a Sunday. So we'll just go with it. Um, Trauma response. Never in a million years would I associate fertility or infertility with trauma. I I also assume trauma is like a wound or a major life-altering event. Now, infertility can feel like a major life-altering event, and it's a loss of a future you had in your mind. It's a it's the loss of a sense of normalcy you thought you'd have. It's a test and test and more tests with no answers. It's long nights, lots of money that you've never planned to pay for. We all have that fight or flight in us, and I would say most of the time that I am a fight. I like a good challenge. I like a fight, but these fights are getting more and more exhausting. Roll with the punches is one of probably my favorite sayings. Just or just ride the wave, because life is full of them. But if you sit and reflect on these waves through infertility, it's tough. Recently, I found out I'm going to be an aunt again, and I am ecstatic but I'm also sad and it comes from a place of sadness for myself nothing that no one there's nothing that anybody can help me through this my first response was everything's fine I expected it right it's right into an overwhelming grief because I didn't give my husband the first chance to have the grand first grandchild yet again seeing him so happy and sad at the same time is something that I do not wish on anyone and even though the rational part of my brain says you can harbor this pain the rational part of my brain says you can't harbor this pain and this burden I do it's out of my control, but it's still a trauma event I'll never be able to shake. My second response is, we'll move. It's fine. You know, I just recently had uh, a, a former boss get promoted to the area in Charlotte that I, Travis and I used to live in. And when I heard this information, it was all at the same time. And my first response is, that's it. We're going to go back to Charlotte. I'm going to get promoted. I have, you know, an old coworker who knows my value. I'm going to move. I'm going to start over. I'm going to have my own place. But I know that that was a part of the fight or flight. And that was me flighting away. But I'll just throw myself into work in the gym. It's easier just to distract yourself than feel the pain and drama that infertility has caused. So a lot of times we talk about infertility trauma and I never really, like I said before, I never really thought like my infertility has caused trauma, but it has. It's probably caused not just trauma for me, but for my family as well. You know, nobody, close friends or family feel like they can tell me that they got pregnant without them being extremely scared of how I'm going to react or, you know, am I going to be upset or am I not going to be happy? And that's like so heartbreaking, you know, and I have to say like it was so hard like when I found out I was going to be an aunt again and I was so happy for them, but seeing my husband so upset, like, you know, I get it. Like he's so excited. He's the best uncle ever already, you know, so he's, and now this is his own flesh and blood that he's going to have that's his own but it's hard you know infertility steals those things from me and I know that I had multiple family members reach out to me to make sure I'm okay and I am you know I'm sad but I'm happy at the same time but you know as those of us who go through it we just go through it it's just something we have to deal with 
So um, I don't have a whole lot for you guys today. Just some random thoughts kind of catching you up on life. We, uh, I, I would love to tell you that these are going to be more regularly like I originally was having them, but I'm going to try my very best. Um, I believe I'll be flying solo for quite some time. You know, just catching up with other people is super hard in our schedules. You know, I work 45 hours a week. I go to the gym. You know, I come home. But even when I'm home, I still got a lot of things to do here, too. So, guys, I appreciate all of your support and everything that you guys do on a day-in, day-out basis. And I'll probably be back for more. I don't really know where the next few episodes are going to probably take us. Maybe just some more random thoughts. Maybe some mental health check-ins. Katie and I ran out mental health check-ins. And I know, you know, it's more important than you think. I kind of started this podcast for me to help educate and bring awareness to infertility to help bring awareness to my friends and family to show them like it's okay for me to be sad but it's okay for you guys to just listen I I would love for you guys to understand how to talk to somebody who has infertility how you know nothing you can say is going to be better and you can just say hey I, I know I can't help you um but I'm here and I don't know what you need from me I don't know if you need me just to listen and sometimes that's all we really need there's nothing you can say to help us because there's nothing we can say to help ourselves except that we're just very sad infertility takes a lot from us more than people realize uh so just be patient just be patient with those going through infertility we can't help how we feel sometimes and we can't help on some of our reactions as much as we want our reactions to be positive that's it's a trauma response for us so just be patient with everybody all around you know not just in in one area you know let us let us cope with it you know and go from there and everybody's an individual so all right guys well thank you so much for listening this is a super short episode i know you guys are used to my 50 minute long chat but you know today you guys are just gonna get a little short guy so i just wanted to get on here tell everybody that we love you Thank you so much for sticking with Infertility Out Loud. Um, I promise that we will be better. I will be better, I should say, going forward and giving you guys the things that you guys need in addition to myself. So thank you guys so much, and I will talk to you soon.